Hey y'all, it's your girl Shakira Maybone, Jada Vassar, and Anthony Brinson, and this is All Shades of Chocolate, where we're bringing the sweetest, the hottest, black, black culture, culture to MSU. MSU. We have a very special and fashionable guest here today. I'll let her introduce herself, and we'll go from there. Hey everyone, my name is Takai. Nice to meet you, Shakira. Nice to meet you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard you was the president of NCROW. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, so I started in Crow in August or September. It's a fashion magazine and organization um, catered to black students who are interested in, like, creative fields. Um, and, yeah, I had the help of Damond, Leah, Jordan, and the rest of my team. It wasn't just me. Um, and, yeah, now we're just, you know, trying to improve this semester. Okay, okay. So, um like you said, you just started, like, was it this past summer, or? Yep, oh, okay, past okay. summer. Yep. Started. Yeah, so, like, I don't know, how did it came about, I guess, like, did you just woke up one day and say, oh, I'm going to start, you know, a fashion magazine for black students on, you know, at a PWI campus, or, like, how do you, you know, start it, like, give us all the details. <laughs> um. So, basically, I always wanted to start my own organization. I knew that, coming into college, that that was a goal that I had. Um, but the way crowd came about was kind of unplanned in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like last semester I changed my major. I was in a completely different major. I was in James Madison trying really? to be a lawyer. Ooh. The whole time I didn't really want to be a lawyer. Yeah. So <laughs> once I um, changed my major and started going to those like ATV classes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. And also being a part of um, them or whatever, mm-hmm. I noticed that like it wasn't like a lot of diversity in like the fashion field at this school. Um, and the actual fashion industry is actually pretty diverse these days, mm-hmm. so it's kind of just like a MSU PWI thing. I noticed. Yeah, so for sure. That's when I decided to. I'm like, okay, I want to start my own, or now I know what I want to do for my career and what I'm passionate about. Perfect. Like I'm gonna start my own like organization slash magazine. I mean, the magazine part was unplanned. It was just supposed to be like a fashion club. Fashion club, yeah. But like it just kind of turned into that. Basically, okay, okay. Yeah, that sounds so nice. Um, so like, I don't know who's like your photographer. Like who you know shoot y'all and stuff like that for y'all fashion shoots. So Brandon Williams is our photographer. Um, his name on Instagram is Be Will Visuals. Oh, um, yeah, also, I should follow him, actually, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, popular. And then our other photographer, her name is Zaria Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, her Instagram is Filmed by Z. Um, and, yeah, they're both amazing. Like, they're, honestly, without them, we wouldn't have a magazine. So. Right, right. You know, they got to keep it together. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm really glad that y'all, you know, started this because I know it's, like, a lot of students out there that's, like, into fashion. Like, I know a couple, like, um, graduates last year, they, like, 2021 graduates, you know, they started their own blog, and it was, like, more like a fashion blog. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they would be so proud if they seen this. Like, I'm pretty sure they are because y'all been everywhere, like, yeah. Every time I go on Instagram, I see y'all. I'm like, okay, period. <laughs> but so yeah, much. yeah. So, do you guys want to like, you know, add in? Yeah, or? yeah. I definitely have a question. Um, what was it like when you came back? Like when you started it that summer and you freshly came back that fall semester. What was it like 
presenting this idea to a PWI because you know the differences in fashion between black and white culture is very different Mm -hmm. so what was it like coming up here and saying hey I'm here to represent what we wear how we dress what it means to us so what was that like for you um honestly I'm gonna keep it a buck I it wasn't really like scary because I'm all I've always been that person to do that as an individual um like even when I go to my classes on a daily basis like I'm dressing like I'm I don't really care about what other people think and so when I presented my org it wasn't like I said it wasn't scary but it was more so I just didn't know how well it would do honestly like it was a risk so yeah yeah yeah, and how would you say the club is looking now? So if you look back to when you first started it, and maybe it was just you or a couple of your friends versus now, because I've seen the events you guys do, the photo shoots you guys do, and they look amazing now. So what would you say was, I guess, the hardest part of getting from then to now? So I started in crowd with, like, a bunch of people that were my friends, or they're still my friends. Mm-hmm. but And going from, like, a friendship to working together and yeah. also being, like, charge of them it's kind of weird you yeah. Know? yeah like yeah like imagine you're friends with somebody and then you've never worked with them in a on a professional level before. right and all of a sudden y'all are it's like a shock kind of thing so yeah. it just was that like we had to work on communication as a whole and just make sure everybody's on the same page and mm-hmm. make sure nobody is feeling any negative way or anything like that like we just had like a team bonding event um, last week where we just had everybody like share how they feel like everything is going if they have any feedback for me as like the president Mm -hmm. um and yeah everybody kind of just like said what was on their mind and yeah I I feel like it's going much better because we're all on one accord now Mm -hmm. and like the communication is better the like organization is better like we we take time to really plan everything now. It's like more of a structure. Before it was just really hectic and like none of us none of us have done this before. None of us have ran a magazine or I've never been well, I've been the president of another org before. But it was it's not the same as this. Yeah, it's yes. not the same. It's definitely more work, would you say, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just new to all of us. So we're just, you know, working on like structure and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, of course, of course. So you mentioned previously that you never really like cared about what anyone's thought as far as like how you dress, how you present yourself. Was that always something that was a part of your confidence, or did that take time to build over time? Honestly, yeah, no, it took it took time to build, like for sure. Like when I was in high school, um, I definitely did used to care a lot, and mm-hmm. I honestly would say like the pandemic really really helped me like over the pandemic I like explore my style more and everything um I grew up with really strict parents so mm-hmm. yeah. you know that was a part of why I feel like I got interested in fashion because like if you have somebody telling you like wear this wear that don't wear this don't wear that that you makes know you how even parents more is in the black community exactly that made that <laughs> made me more curious as a child like ooh, I can't do that, why? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, like, it made me, like, want to explore my style more. And, like, I luckily, thank God, I was able to um, come to campus my freshman year during the pandemic. So that's when I really, like, started to 
explore my style. I always, like, were, was into fashion before that, but to me, it's a difference between, like, fashion and style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I started to explore that, like, then. Okay, okay. Okay, and just for a more... One more, I guess, basic question. I see you had, obviously, the purple and gray on. You guys can't see it, but the outfit is fire. Yeah, the yeah. outfit, I love the hat. Okay, what you, what you got on? Tell us what you got on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have this fuzzy purple hat. This is my favorite hat in the world right now. But I got oh. this hat from my mom, actually. She okay. doesn't wear it, so I just throw it on. Okay. <laughs> a little snatch. She was Thank like, you. you, you like, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this her hat. Um, I have this, like, champion gray sweatshirt honestly because it's cold and trying to be comfy and i just kind of like rolled it at the back to like crop it basically mm-hmm. i was gonna sew it but i didn't have time because i rushed oh my gosh that just led me to my next question <laughs> for you so like obviously you know how to sew you just said it so like when did you learn how to sew and stuff like that literally three weeks ago or two weeks really ago. oh yes. my gosh how's it going <laughs> like i feel like it's going good like i i um had customized this jacket for my best friend. I like added like patchwork to it. Oh, that is so cute. Um, and then I made this bikini top for one of the in-crowd shoots. And I like paired it with this other top and basically like made one top for me. Mm-hmm. And then what else did I make? I've been making beanies. I didn't make this one, but <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that's everything that I've been making. But yeah, I'm also in this um class for my major ATE mm-hmm. 111 mm-hmm. so we've been learning stuff for that class too like we've just been like sewing on like a piece of scrap fabric kind of slow pace but <laughs> <laughs> it's helpful because it's helping me like sew straighter and have more control over my sewing basically mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. been helping too but just practicing yeah of course practice always made perfect well actually I know I'm probably getting, like, a little off topic, but, like, <laughs> my middle school teacher, Ozzy, told me it's not practice, Ozzy, make perfect, it's perfect practice. Like, I don't know. How do y'all feel about it? <laughs> um, I feel like it's no such thing as perfect. Yeah. It's just you try your best, and, I mean, just practice as much as you can mm-hmm. until you're satisfied with what you did. It's not about other people mm-hmm. or the, quote, unquote, proper way to mm-hmm. do it. It's about you. That's just how I look at it. I just mm-hmm. kind of take things day by day. like. Yeah, that's all you can really do for real. So, yeah. You mentioned previously that you had made a few things for your friends and, and crowd. And I was wondering, what was your favorite or what has been your favorite piece you've made so far? Has it been something for yourself, something for and crowd, or something for a that's friend? That's a good question. Um, Definitely. I have two. My first one is the patchwork jacket that I made my best friend Jordan mm-hmm. and like I said it's just like a puffer jacket and then I like sold I cut up this like tapestry blanket and I like sold patches onto the um, puffer jacket so it's like it's like that type of thing yeah but it's so cute <laughs> I, I think I did really good and plus it was so challenging for me mm. like my needle on my sewing machine broke twice I had to keep replacing the needle oh wow because oh, ja- it's a puffer jacket so it's so, so thick like it, yeah and it's it goes wrong. It, it right was through such it just a break. hard time. <laughs> yeah. I but can, I liked it. Like, it was a challenge. Yeah. And I did it. So. And oh, he loved sure. it. Oh, my god. And gosh, then the other yeah. thing was I made this beanie, and it has, like, ears on it. Mm-hmm. And it's inspired by this brand called, um, like, the Loverboy hats. I don't know if y'all have seen them. 
Yeah, yeah, I think I heard of him on Facebook yeah. before, yeah. I think the designer name is, like, Charles, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was my inspiration. And to me, it looks just like the inspirations. I feel like I did it. Okay, okay. How long did it take you to make those pieces? Um, The puffer jacket, it took me probably, like, two hours, three hours. It took me forever because, again, I had to, like, cut the patches out. Then I had to, like, map it out on the jacket mm-hmm. Um, on, like, how I want to where I want to sew it at, basically. And then I had to, like, the actual jacket had, like, rips in it, and, like, the stuffing was coming out, so I had to mm-hmm. patch that up. So it was a lot, but it looked really good. So it was worth it. As it should be. As it should be. And then for the, yeah. uh, the hat you said. The beanie, that one was super quick because um, basically all I had to do was cut. I cut the sleeve off the sweater. I use an old sweater, basically, okay. by the way. And I cut the sleeve off the sweater. Um, then I like measured it to my head, and then I like cut it, sewed it, and then cut the ears out, and then sewed it on there. So it took like okay, okay, an hour. Okay, mm-hmm. bet, bet. Um, yeah. with doing this and having all this on your schedule, it must be a lot to kind of balance it all. How do you balance being a student and a fashionista by night? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I try to combine the two as much as I can. Like, for example, if I have a project for class, I try to incorporate fashion to it any way I can. Mm-hmm. My professors get so irritated with me. But yeah. I try to do that. Also, just, like, writing down every tiny little thing I have to do on my, like, whiteboard calendar. Mm-hmm. That's how I, like, stay organized. Um, that's, like, it. Other than that, it's just, it's hard, but yeah, I um, do it. I was just going to ask, would you say that what, is that what makes you, like, more expired? Like, how do you get expired? And, like, how do you just think of, I don't know, like, designs for your next piece and things like that? Um, As far as inspiration, I really love to just go on Tumblr and Pinterest and just look. And Pinterest is that, oh, that's that, oh, I'm telling y'all. Tumblr <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Though. I've been using Tumblr since middle school. Yeah, Tum- Tumblr's way back. Tumblr's that girl. Yeah. You know, I've never have been a Tumblr user, but, you know, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, so. That, yeah, the, that and also um, just, like, real-life experiences. Just, like, mm-hmm. traveling. Like, over this past summer, I um, interned in New York mm. for a whole two How was months. That? And I got to Ooh. live there. It was amazing. Really? And I don't know. I just changed me as a person so much and in a good way. That's so good. And I learned so much, met so many people, and that definitely has impacted that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have one more. I know I no, can ask one. <laughs> so, like, would you say your, you know, magazine is like, I don't know, how do you think y'all even, like, an impact at with the black community here at Michigan State? Like, I don't know. What is your overall goal? I'm, I guess. <laughs> um, my overall goal for InCrowd is just to number one make a safe space for creatives, and I'm always mm-hmm. saying that, but it's because it's true. Like I yeah. feel like us creatives here on campus, like we, we don't really have like a space like InCrowd. Yeah. Like you have them, and you have like other fashion mm-hmm. boards that are predominantly white, but you don't have like. Somewhere that black students feel comfortable and safe and, like, they can just be themselves, you know? Yeah. So 
that's the number one goal. And then the second goal is just to show black students that, like, they can pursue a fashion. I mean, yeah, a fashion career. Like, mm-hmm. it's possible, and it's a lucrative, real career that they can do. And, like, you know, just to show them, like, don't worry about what people think. Like, if you mm-hmm. if it's your passion, go for it, mm-hmm. you know. Oh my gosh, you are like so inspiring. <laughs> like you. I cannot draw worth a lick, but listen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so yeah. With being already a black woman here at a predominantly white institution and being someone who is really into fashion, it's really easy to stand out. And with standing out comes eyes on you, attention on you all the time. Does that ever get overwhelming with all that attention being on you with already having a maybe a chip on your shoulder being a black student here or do you more embrace it and make it a part of you um I would say both on one side yes it could be overwhelming like I don't know sometimes like I just want to go out I just want to party without feeling like people are staring at me like I don't (laughs) know Mm -hmm. like because you know people be staring judged all the time you know especially by like my white classmates and Mm -hmm. peers Mm -hmm. um but on the other hand it's like you know what I don't know. I feel like I was made to stand out. So it's just like... As you should. I feel like... And then the industry that I'm in, too, I feel like it's a part of the industry. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, you have to have thick skin in the fashion industry or you're never going to survive. So it's something that I'm I'm learning to embrace and I'm learning to just, you know, get through. And mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely understandable because at the end of the day, you and InCrowd, y'all are going to be superstars and y'all are already starting here. And it's easy to understand that that it always may just be closed, but this is really a part of you. And mm-hmm. with future superstars in the coming and uh, upcoming, do you have any stars or I guess famous people that you've looked up to for inspiration, for style, or just like how they dress at all? Yeah, of course. Um, my number one is Virgil. Like, mm-hmm. he is everything like I just wish I would have been able to meet him and work with him like that's kind of devastating to me yeah that he passed before I could you know really break into the industry but yeah like everything like his brand the way he treated people like how he was never afraid to like put other people on like I love everything about him as a person like mm-hmm. he's he's so dope to me that's like my number one and mm-hmm. even though Kanye is controversial I still like his like <laughs> work and everything like that, but, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, with that being said, I don't know if you guys have any more questions. Yeah, I just had one more question. Um, I know we're kind of getting to the end of the episode here, but I guess what are some more events that Incron will be hosting this upcoming semester? I know you guys post about a general body meeting that's coming up this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So could you talk about what you guys will be saying at that meeting? If it's somebody's first time ever meeting you guys, what would it look like for them? So basically, at every like general body meeting, most of them are open to everyone. Um, and basically, tomorrow we're gonna be teaching the general members how to draw crow key, crow keys. Mm. Um, which, is, if you don't know what that is, it's um, like a drawing of a person with like an outfit on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like um, a sketch, basically. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a sketch. So people who have like up and coming brands, or even are thinking about starting a brand, or even just want to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to be doing. And also, you know, just giving, like, reminders about um, how you can join us officially and what's to come next and everything like that. And to answer your question, too, um, we will have a fashion show. Yep. I think that's coming up in, I think, I know, 
That's coming yeah. up in March. Yes, because I was mm. just going to ask that. Like, so. when did y'all? I didn't go to the first one, but I heard it was, like, a big hit. What was your experience with that? Like, Oh, it was so overwhelming for me. Like, <laughs> it was, like, a job. Worse than a job. Like, yeah. well, not worse in a bad way, because I enjoyed it. But it was, it was a lot. Like, I had never planned a fashion show before, so, you know, I'm just, like, going with things. As they come, yeah. people are coming to me asking me for questions, and I'm like, I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I feel like it worked itself out, but we just didn't have enough time to plan how we wanted to. So that's why the our next fashion show isn't until March because we want to really like plan and like make sure it's professional, mm-hmm. seamless, perfect, not perfect, but really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Okay. One last question I thought about. I know we got um, just a bit more time. With the journey you've been on, how has the support been like from family, from friends? Has it been, especially as they've seen you grow, has the support also grown with that, or has it kind of stayed stagnant in a way? Um, yeah, so my parents, like, they, I'm not going to say they weren't supportive, but they weren't understanding mm-hmm. of the fashion they just basically like brushed it off maybe yeah, yeah. They, like when I first presented the idea of changing my major to them they were kind of like mm, mm. are you yeah. not making any money doing that I'm like mm. it's not about money it's like, not it's, it's something I like to do yeah. it's something I love to do you know yeah, they kind of <laughs> just like didn't take it serious as a career mm-hmm. and I understand that like I had to tell myself like they just don't know anybody in the industry so of course they're gonna be like confused and, like, not know what's going on. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. it makes sense. So, but then, yeah, as I started to, like, become more notable and gain more success and everything, then they started supporting more. So they, they're they on board now. But um, as far as friends and everything, same with them. Um, I feel like with friends, they're less, like, expressive of how what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. They don't really say things like that, but it kind of comes off like that yeah it kind of shows sometimes like at first my friends weren't really well I don't have a lot of friends but some people that I know at first they weren't really like that Mm -hmm. supportive but then as I started gaining more success then now people are Mm -hmm. right yeah right so yeah I don't know I've never been one to like need support not to sound like that but like no I I get what you're saying like I mean at the end of the day you got it you gonna do it all by yourself. <laughs> you don't need yeah, to Yeah, like. I've always been pretty like independent and like self sufficient. Even like as a child, um, I don't like to ask my parents for anything or yeah. anybody for anything. I understand that too, um, most definitely. So support for me, I support myself. Like I don't need support from people. I don't, you know, I try not to even equate support to success or like mm-hmm. compare like you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel you I feel you well with that being said make sure you shut yourself out make sure you shout out anybody yeah, else and you know you got our support sis <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so um well yeah I'm Takai um my Instagram is I am Takai T-A-K-A-I um yeah in crowd our Instagram is in crowd mag Shout out to my whole team because without them, like, I wouldn't be in this position. Uh-oh. Y'all are amazing if you're listening. 
And shout out to everybody who's been supporting in crowd and coming to our events, coming to our meetings. Everybody that's been supporting me, I appreciate you. And mom, if you're listening, hi, I'm on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, bet. When we're very grateful on our end as well for you to be on this show. You yeah, said that this is you your so first much. podcast and you're very well spoken. So from, from myself and Jada and Shakira, we thank you for being here. Thank you so much. With that being said, all right, y'all. Thank you all for listening to All Shades of Chocolate, where we bring the sweetest, the hottest, black Black culture culture to to MSU. MSU. And remember to stay sweet. Bye. Thank you.